It's Tuesday, March 9th, 2010. The Arctic is venting. Food poisoning is expensive. Texas is breaking wind. Hey, do what? Records, that is. I see. Plus, the greenest Oscars yet. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm trying to reduce my carbon aspirant. Good luck with that, Stephen Colbert. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by Velvet Revolution's Disbar Torture Lawyers Campaign. The DOJ Inspector General has found that Bush's DOJ attorneys committed professional misconduct by approving torture and other war crimes. But the DOJ refuses to refer the findings to state bar associations. So, VR will. Please sign on and donate to help support this important campaign for accountability at DisbarTortureLawyers.com. That's DisbarTortureLawyers.com. Okay, Desi, what do you have on the rundown for us today? Oh, those climate scientists, they just can't seem to stop measuring and observing things and Those stuff. liars, those lying climate scientists, again? What, well, what yes, do they well, do Yes, well, this now? time it's methane. Methane is a potent greenhouse gas, 30 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Scientists have long warned that global warming could trigger the release of vast stores of methane underground. A new study from the University of Alaska shows this change may actually be underway. A frozen section of the Arctic seabed in Siberia is melting and releasing a lot of methane. You know, Rush Limbaugh says that it is cows who release methane that is causing the global warming in the first place. Well, part of that also could be the Arctic seabed, which is about 200 million zillion times bigger than that. Well, I don't know. Uh, Rush Limbaugh is an expert on cow farts and hot air. I'm just saying. Here's University of Alaska researcher Natalia Shakova. The concentration of methane currently measured in the Arctic atmosphere are the highest ever measured during the last 400,000 years. Now, more methane means more warming, which releases more methane, which leads then in turn to more warming. And this might cause climatic consequences, unpredicted. Now, it's very important to note that in this study, the researchers and other climatologists state very clearly that they cannot say whether this is a new phenomenon or if it is normal for the area because these are the first long-term measurements ever taken in that region. Of course, others say it's stupid to keep the warming the globe just to find out if this is going to be a problem later on. Yeah, I still, I'm still blaming Rush Limbaugh, but maybe that's just me. Remember the peanut recall one year ago that killed nine people? Yes. Well, a rash of those high-profile food recalls led the Pew Charitable Trusts to calculate the economics of food poisoning. And it turns out foodborne illnesses cost the U.S. $152 billion. That's with a B. $152 billion in health care costs. The federal government estimates hundreds of thousands of people are hospitalized each year due to foodborne illnesses caused by E. coli and salmonella, and another estimated 5,000 die. The Food Safety Coalition Make Our Food Safe, which is part of the Pew group is pushing the federal government to increase funding for food inspection, saying the increased funds will save billions. Texas breaks wind records for energy, that is. The state of Texas already leads the nation in the use of wind power, and it broke a new record last week when, for the first time, 20% of the state's energy grid was supplied by wind power. Interestingly, much of the state's wind turbines in windy West Texas have to be shut down or slowed due to lack of transmission lines. The state has plans to invest $5 billion over the next 10 years to build those high-capacity transmission lines. Here's something you rarely hear me say. Good for Texas! <laughs> 
The Oscars are over for this year, and although the broadcast itself did not break any new ground on sustainability, there was plenty of echo sensibility going around. The voters of the Academy made it a big year for environmental and conservation-focused films on a variety of themes. Winning Best Documentary was The Cove, the shocking, gut-wrenching expose of Japan's secretive, brutal dolphin hunt. There it is. A little town with a really big secret. They said if the world finds out what goes on here, we'll be shut down. One of the producers of the documentary The Cove, during his acceptance speech, held up a sign that said to text the word dolphin to 44144. What was that about? Uh, that was to receive updates on the efforts to save dolphins. Also nominated for Best Documentary was Food, Inc., which pulls back the curtain on our unsustainable factory farm system. The industry doesn't want you to know the truth about what you're eating, because if you knew, you might not want to eat it. But it wasn't just documentaries. Winning for Best Animated Film was Up, starring the voice of the great Ed Asner, which starts off with a bit of commentary on urbanization and gentrification of old neighborhoods. Also nominated was the animated film The Fantastic Mr. Fox, a bit of subversion on factory farming. Avatar did not win for Best Picture. That honor went to Hurt Locker. But Avatar has been driving right-wingers crazy for its clear environmental conservation message. It's not a long drive, Des. No, it's not. And there's a reason that the process and destruction of strip mining on a massive scale in Avatar looks so realistic. According to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the supervising art director on Avatar studied the Alberta tar sands in Canada, where the land is being stripped away in order to extract oil embedded in the sands, which environmental groups call the largest environmental disaster in the the real world. You know, I'm still thinking about uh, Rush Limbaugh and cow farts, but maybe that's just me. Read about all of our stories today and the ones we didn't get to at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can listen to us now on your iPhone via Stitcher Radio. You can follow us on Twitter. You can download us on iTunes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, what a relief. I never did believe them scientists anyhow.